to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Temperance is self-control. Self-control is very important to a believer because as the spirit leads, it's up to us to do what? So if you don't have any self-control, the spirit is not going to make you do anything. The spirit is going to lead you, but you have to do what? You have to follow. If you can't control yourself, you can't make yourself follow. Amen? And we're going to stop that in here, man. I, I, I love all of y'all. I cherish you, especially. I cherish your presence. I'm glad you come. But stop making the devil make you stay home and feel bad and, and you know, and just not want to be around your brothers and your sisters. Come on now. If, if we are your brothers and your sisters. Amen? Shake that off. Look at somebody say, shake that off. You're going to need us. First Timothy 6 and 11. But thou, O man of God, flee these things. And follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Follow, look at somebody say, follow after. In order to quicken your flesh and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness, you got to have what? Self-control. Self-control. God is not going to make your body do it. God wouldn't get any glory if he did that. God wants to get glory from you as his creation. Making your body line up with his will. Amen. Many believe that when you are filled with the Holy Ghost. The spirit will make you live right. They teach that they stop sinning and stop having the desire to sin. After they were filled with the spirit. After they were filled because the spirit won't let them do what they used to do. These are lies. I had to grow up. You know, when I was young, I used to wonder, okay, if I'm filled with the Holy Ghost and God, I'm filled with God's power, why do I want to sin sometimes? Because they would get up and say, I just don't want to. Things I used to do, I don't want to do no more. And I don't ever, I don't have those desires no more. So I used to wonder, well, then I, something must be wrong with me. Anybody think that? I'm like, man, I am on my way to a burning hell. Because I still have desires to do the wrong thing. And they would get up and say, I've been saved all year. No evil have I even thunk. I don't think evil. Oh, no. Oh, they would say that. Then their husband wouldn't be saved. And that's the part that would get me. Like, where's your husband, sister saved? Why are you so saved and it ain't affecting your husband? Hey man, you getting on my nerves, so I know you getting on his. <laughs> the ten minutes I see you on Sunday, I mean, 
But anyway, they told us that once you get filled, so we, they would call us up to seek the Holy Ghost. We wasn't seeking the Holy Ghost. We were seeking something to make us live right. See, somebody didn't grow up like I did. Y'all don't remember that, do you? Yeah, man, they'd have us on our knees until our knees was bleeding. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Oh, you ain't saying it right. You're holding on to something. Let go, let go, let go. And another person in the air, hold on. You better hold on, hold on. I'd be like. <laughs> you know, because it was because people, the Bible said that you don't receive because you ask amiss. That means that you're asking for the wrong reason. So people seeking the Holy Ghost to make them do right. That, that would defeat the whole purpose of you having free will. The reason you have free will is so you can exercise free will to choose God. Amen? Yeah, so you can exercise free will to choose God. And when you choose God, he gets glory because his creation has once again chosen him. Because in the garden, we did not choose him. Does that make sense? Am I making sense in here? Amen. So there is no magic potion that you can receive that's going to make you do right. You just got to make up in your mind that you're going to do right. Because... Paul said, evil is always present. (laughs) Many believe that when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, these things happen. These are lies. James 1 and 14 says, every, look at somebody say every. Every. It wouldn't have said every man if it wasn't talking about every man. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own what? Lust. Lust and enticed. Don't have nothing to do with the spirit of God. It's just because you in the flesh. And when you in the flesh, you're going to want to do fleshly things. Amen. Wrong thing. Come on TV. Stuff start churning in your body. You got to turn the channel. You keep it on that channel. You're going to act up. Can I get an amen from the... I know you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. But can I get some human beings to give me an amen? Amen. You go in the... you, You get around the wrong folk. Amen. Amen. Sister Susie that always need a word from some other man other than her husband. Man, you better flee. Come on, man. Look at somebody and say flee. Flee. She's a freak. (laughs) You better flee. You better flee. The Bible said Joseph just took off running. He's like, oh, heck no. No, you won't. (laughs) because you know if she was up in the pyramid you knew how she looked right it's Potiphar's woman you know he's like oh no can I be real in here y'all we got some human beings in here amen we don't have no supersonic saints that float to the bed at night amen you floated in here you didn't need a car or anything you just appeared You, you, you just superimposed like Star Wars. It's just a glowing blue image of you sitting in the seat. <laughs> no, nah, man, we're human beings, so we got to have, look at somebody say self-control. self-control. You got to have self-control because if you don't have self-control, you're going to lose control of yourself. The Spirit of God brings fruit, and one of the fruits is, it brings is self-control. This self-control gives you power over your flesh to help you resist. Look at somebody say resist. Resist, resist the devil. When you resist him, he does what? He flees. James 4 and 7, submit yourselves, therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's a formula. That's a formula. If you leave any part of this formula out, it's not going to work. 
You got to do the first part first. Submit your, look at somebody and say, submit to God. You got to submit yourself to God. So the spirit is not tempering your flesh, but rather we. Look at somebody and say, we. We are responsible for doing that. And this spiritual fruit comes to aid us. We are responsible for tempering and keeping our flesh under control. Look at somebody and say, that's your job. That's your job. No magic going to come and stop you from thinking the thoughts that you're thinking. God told you, think on these things. And then he gave you the things to think of. But he said, you think on them. Flesh versus the spirit. How can we be effective as believers without self-control? If we cannot control ourselves, then we cannot follow what is right. First John 1 and 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And do not the truth. How do you walk in the light if you can't control yourself? You can't. You can't do what he says. God can't depend on you. It would be just like in your house. When a father can depend on his children and the children honor the father, whatever. I don't have no problem. I don't have any problem at all taking care of you. Amen. I give my child, I give Vicky, Landon, John, I give them, I, I, I do anything I can for them as long as they're doing what I say. Amen. And they do what I say, so I don't have a problem. But the windows of heaven will shut closed <laughs> when they stop doing what I say. Amen. Amen. I haven't had that problem yet. But when people are do, you know, when they do what you say, you don't mind. Amen. You don't mind it. Even people here, I don't mind you come to me with a need. I have no problem helping you. If you're going to do right, but don't be coming trying to. <laughs> Can I get a little <laughs> Dude, what? What's wrong with you, man? No. <laughs> yeah. I know you ain't seen me much. The Spirit of God doesn't take us out of flesh bodies when we believe. So because we are confined to a fleshly existence, we will be what? You're going to be tempted. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. And if we do not strengthen our spirit man, the flesh will override the will of our spirit. So if you don't sow to your spirit, you're going to lose the battle. Galatians 5 and 17. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary. What? The one to the other. So that you cannot do the things that you would. In other words, there's always going to be a war. It's always going to be, you know, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. And if you don't have self-control and you don't strengthen your spirit man, and that's what happens. When you strengthen the spirit man, the Holy Spirit is what is strengthened. And so the fruits of the spirit come alive when you strengthen it. And when the fruits of the spirit come alive, then you get temperance and self-control. But if you do not... Strengthen the spirit man. How do you strengthen the spirit man? By reading his word, by listening to his word, and by obeying his word. Amen? Amen. Amen. By praying his word and speaking his word and walking in light. Because in the darkness, you're strengthening your human spirit. This war never ends. This is why we need the fruit of temperance so we can win the battle of the spirit versus the flesh. But it's up to us. Look at somebody say, it's up to you. Look at somebody and say it's up to you. 
It's up to us to get our flesh under control. That is your job. People, are you listening to me? That's your job. It's not going to ever get better until you make it better. Man, I did a daily word, one of, one of the most powerful ones, I believe, and it was called nothing changes if nothing changes. You don't change it, it's not going to change. If you're doing what you did last year, you're going to be doing what you did last year. Every time you get to this point, you can't cross over because you won't stop doing what you've always done. God draws a line and says, this is the line. When you jump over this line, you'll be living out my blessings on your life. But you can't cross over that line because you keep doing what you did the last time you couldn't cross over it. Something has to change in order for something to change. Romans 8 and 13. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do what? Through the biggest spirit. So through God's spirit, you're going to mortify, control the deeds of the body, basically kill the flesh. Then you can live through the big S, the spirit. What is that? The fruit of the spirit. Through the fruits of the spirit, you're going to be able to control how you behave and you can live. That's what it's saying. But if you live after the flesh without the big S or the spirit, you're going to die. City without walls. Most people only apply temperance to behavioral things like cursing, drugs, sex, lust, etc. You know, when we were growing up, that's, that's all it was. If you was drinking and smoking, you was in sin. That's how you knew somebody wasn't saved because they was drinking and smoking. That's what they told us, drinking and smoking. Now, somebody could be eating a whole barrel of Funyuns, <laughs> but if you're drinking and smoking, that's a sin. Yeah. We're going to all leave church and we're going to eat a big old hunk of fat back, a four pound hunk. Just fat back. We're going to slice the fat. But if you're drinking and smoking, oh, and if you curse, you're going to hell. Especially if you curse on the church ground. If you curse on the church ground, you're going to drop dead right then. That's how we grew up. Oh, and woman, it, woe unto you if you were in pants. Woe unto you. Now, we got a homosexual on the organ. We got one directing the choir. We got one leading the prayer meeting. And we got one pastoring. But woe unto you. The head bishop of all the bishops is gay. But woe unto you if you got on pants and makeup. That's Jezebel. Anybody grow up like that? mean gaze on everything might just wet when you touch it just nasty I used that 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 tripped me out I couldn't figure it out it's like I was at one church this boy that molested half the boys in the church and they still let him sing but if a woman walk in there with pants it just commotion you just hear but we always apply temperance to behavioral things. You know, cussing and drinking. Oh, he's, oh, he's cussing. He's, he's, he's in sin. But as believers, we never apply this to the whole man. Look at somebody say the whole man. Whole. The whole man has to be tempered. Yes. Sleeping habits. What you texting me and emailing me for at 2 a.m.? You supposed to be asleep. What you doing up? Look at somebody say, go to sleep. I learned something. I was talking, you know, to my doctor and we, we were talking about these sleep habits. And I was telling him how I've been trying to encourage folks to get good sleep. And he said, you know what? He said, what, what one thing people don't realize is there's, if they're not on drugs or anything, their sleep affects the way they treat other people more than anything else. When you don't get sleep, you wonder why don't nobody like you. 
I'm serious. I'm, y'all, this, me and everybody had this conversation. He said, the people that don't get sleep, it's like they're paranoid schizophrenic. They're always wondering why nobody likes them. And people really don't like them. Because they don't treat people right. Because they're treating people based on... See, what happens is your brain has to heal itself every night. It has to heal. And it has to have a certain amount of time to heal itself. What it's doing is... I told you all about that. Cell apoptosis, uh, cellular mitosis, all these different things, these different processes that it has to go through to completely heal itself. If it doesn't go through those processes, then you'll have things lingering. You know, to the next day, you'll have cells that should have died. They shouldn't even be alive. They should have died in the night. They should have programmed themselves for death and been replaced by new ones. But because you didn't get enough sleep or you're not sleeping with the sun or sink with the sun or whatever, over a period of time, you get all these old cells. Well, what they do, if something bad is going on in your brain and your brain is not able to make what it needs to make and and make the change it needs to make, guess what that's going to affect? What is that going to affect? Your behavior. A person with a mental problem has something wrong with their brain, right? So it's going to affect your baby. It's going to affect the way you talk to people. It's going to affect the way people think of you. It's going to affect everything. And then you'll be wondering, why, hey, man, why don't nobody like me? Then you call me, pastor, everybody got a problem with me. Well, you need to go to sleep. And then it'll change how you even feel about other people. And I'm a witness because when I put my body on the schedule, it changed everything. Can I tell the truth in here? But that is what's wrong. Your relationship, your own marriage is failing because y'all not sleeping right. Y'all supposed to be sleep together. Why one of y'all sleep one of y'all up? Sleep together. Amen. You're not sleeping together if you're not sleeping together. You might as well have separate rooms and separate beds if one of y'all is sleeping, the other one's up praying all night. That don't make no sense. Your house that wicked where you got to pray all in the midnight hour? Then you need to throw some stuff away. The devil don't have that much power to just invade your house and you just snotting and crying all night. Oh, God, uh, help us. Where do you live? Can I tell the truth in here? Sleep. Look at somebody say, get some sleep. Get some sleep. Get some sleep. Y'all know you email me and I'm going to wake up the next morning. I'm email you. What what you doing up? No, I'm asleep. Unless the Lord is cracking the sky. I tell folks, if somebody dies and something tragic happens, I won't know till morning. Because my phones don't even go in my room. Because I'm going to go to sleep. Sleeping habits. Eating habits. Give me a bacon sandwich. I don't want bread. Make bacon the bread. Jack in the Box got a bacon shake. A bacon shake. I mean, the shake by itself. And then they add bacon. I thought the Cool Ranch Dorito taco was bad. And that's bad. Eat sleeping habits. Eating habits. Exercise. You sit at a desk all day. You better get up and move. Don't think food doesn't look good to me. I sit in front of certain things and I'd be a fool to tell you, oh, I just don't even like the sight of that anymore. No, I love the sight of some of it. I want to eat it too. But I have to be able to tell my flesh, no, that's okay. No, no, I don't need that. 
you know, and the way I do it, you know, I, I know what days I'm going to ride, what days we're able to ride the bike. Like, like, you know, if I can't ride today, then I'm going to be very careful what I eat. I'm going to lower my calorie intake for the day because I don't have my 10-mile ride to burn. You see what I'm saying? That's every, I live my life like that every day. My wife will tell you. Every day, I'll just change it up based on what I can do. If I know I can ride that day, I might eat a piece of cake or something like that. Um, you know, whatever. But if I can't ride that day, I'm just not going to eat it if I can't burn it. Because I don't want it sitting on me. Three amens. That's okay. That's okay. Eat your fat back. Eat it till your back is fat. Sleeping. Eating. First Thessalonians 5 and 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. Holy. That means all of you. I pray God your whole what? Soul. Body. Be preserved what? And I'm not preaching nothing to you that I don't have to do myself. I do it myself. Because I want to have my flesh under control. Ain't no fork going to control me. No meal going to control me. Gluttony. Slothfulness. That's the worst word in the Bible. That sounds deadly. Slothfulness. And bad sleeping habits are all detrimental to our health and our temples. I have people tell me all the time, man, I'm trying to lose weight, but I can't lose anything. I can't lose anything. I eat right now. I only eat this and that. Right now, I exercise. Why can't I lose weight? Because you don't sleep. Sleep is the number one thing you got to change if you want to lose any pounds. Because sleep controls your metabolism, your cellular mitosis, and your apoptosis. All those things. You're not going to lose any weight. If you don't sleep right. No, slothful, gluttonous, bad sleeping habits. They're all detrimental to our health and our temples. We cannot point the finger at the drug addict and the whoremonger if we continue to lust after food and don't take care of our bodies. Do I need to say that again? We can't point the finger at the drug addict and the whoremonger if we continue to lust after food or don't take care of our bodies. Amen. That's hypocritical. Proverbs 23 and 21. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Self-control means you have self under your control and not under the power of harmful things. When we are hooked on these type of things, then we are missing this powerful fruit. God doesn't desire for us to lose control of our minds and habitually do things that harm us. This is not characteristic of him or his spirit. Proverbs 25 and 28 says a person without self-control is as defenseless as a city with broken down walls. Summary. It's a shame that false God worshipers are leading the way when it comes to self-discipline and keeping their temples clean. Let me say that again. It's a shame. Look at somebody say, what a shame. Pagans. They worship false gods and they're more conscious of what they're eating and drinking than those of us that worship the true and living God. The true church has become gluttonous and lustful. We seek to eat whatever we want, drink whatever we want. I mean, we seek to eat whatever we want, drink whatever we want, and... Treat our bodies like second-class objects while trying to push our spirit man on others. Mm, mm, mm. This is mass confusion and has to stop. What we eat and drink is spiritual. Look at somebody and say, what we eat and drink is spiritual. 
what you eat and drink is totally spiritual. The way we treat our bodies is spiritual as well. After all, how can we do the right things if the food we eat is negatively affecting our minds? That makes it spiritual. Is it changing your behavior? Then it's spiritual. Is it altering your perception? It's spiritual. Is it changing how you treat your brother? It's spiritual. If you're not pleased with yourself, you're going to treat people like you're not pleased with yourself. This is deep right here. Our intestines contain brain cells. Yeah, there are brain cells in your intestines, your gut. Your gut has brain cells. What is that telling you? That means what we eat directly affects how we think and behave. If we are to exercise temperance, then we must temper our forks and glasses. We must show the power of God operating in every part of our lives in order to show his true power over our lives. That was good, wasn't it? We must show the power of God operating in every part of our lives in order to show his true power over our lives. Self-control is a must if we are to follow God's plan for us. 1 Corinthians 9 and 27, but I keep my body, I keep under my body, meaning I keep my body under my power. And bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. That's what Paul said. Watch what you eat, watch how you sleep. But more than that, get control of self. Everyone bow your heads. Self-control is a must, and we all need it. None of us are above it. So this is not a preaching down to you message. This is something I got to exercise every day. I just have to control myself. And then when I start getting thoughts and stuff that I know aren't right, I start looking at, well, what did I eat? Did I get enough sleep? Do I need to rest? What's going on? Or is it just the devil? It might be just the devil, whatever it is. But I got to pay attention to everything if I'm going to be sanctified wholly. Mind, body, and spirit. Some of you want power over your body. You want more power. You need more power. You need more of this fruit. If you'll just stand with me, I'll just trust God with you, whoever it is. I'll just believe God with you. I talked about it in um, Pharmacos. Women, you are the head of the food in your house. You're the one that God selected to prepare the food and take care of the home. So you stand in the doorway of the home and control what is being eaten and what is being brought to your family. So you got to get that right. You got to get it right and you got to start changing up some things. No, I know you won him on mashed potatoes and making your uh, double fried chicken fried steak. <laughs> fried it, took it out and fried it again. Rubbed it in some flour and fried it again. Twice fried. And that's how you won him. Well, now you want him. You don't have to do that anymore. Amen. Now just give him a dried up white meat chicken breast. Tell him, if you love me, you'll eat this. You'll eat it just like the twice fried. Amen. But y'all know what I'm saying. You got to change things up because you got to keep your man healthy and your children healthy. Amen? Amen. Everyone bow your heads. Thank God. Thank God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for this message. I thank you, God, because until we come to the realization of these things, all we are are just clowning with your spirit, trying to act spiritual, Lord. And God, we got all the prayers and we can lay hands and do all the things. We got all the tongues. We got all the power until it comes to eating and sleeping 
and, and those things, God. And so I ask, God, that you would bring balance to our lives, God. Balance. Balance so that we can apply sound doctrine to our walks, God. So that every part and every instant of our walk will line up with your plan for us, God. So we won't just operate in the things people can't see, but we'll be successful in the things that people can see. We'll be able to temper our flesh and God change our diets and change our sleep habits and God just really, really begin to take care of ourselves so that we can be the vessels, the temples that are clean, God, unto you, God. We won't be put to shame by false God worshipers and pagans and tree huggers and Wiccans and all those, all that stuff, God, those people that, you know, claim to have a patent on how to eat and all those things, God. No, we're going to serve the true and living God and we're going to do right by our forks in the name that is above every name. We believe it. We pray it. We speak it. And we're going to start exercising it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a true church perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.